Hello, and welcome back to the Second Paradigm Podcast. Oh, I thought you were going to say it. We're your hosts, Snarky. And Stiff. (laughs) (laughs) I thought... (laughs) Wait, should we redo it? I thought, no, it's okay. We never redo anything. We just, the slop is a part of our brand. (laughs) I don't know if you know this. We'll be talking about that today. Um, (laughs) No, I thought we were going to say, welcome back to Snarky and Stiff. Oh, okay. She's Snarky and and I'm (laughs) Stiff. Well, they got it. They get the full picture they now. They did get it. They mm-hmm. did get it. Both variations. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> well, okay. No, we're like, I would say we're 85% through a conversation. And I said, oh, we should turn this into a podcast. Yep. And I said, oh. And then he got really And then stuck. that's it. Yep. That's it. Those, it was just, oh. Two opes. Yeah. That was my sphincter closing. That's <laughs> right. Not letting go. <laughs> sphincter. God. See, this is what I don't like about our brand. This is what I don't like about our business. What, that you just let loose every life. once in a while and be yourself? Yes. Yes. I know, because this, this morning. This morning what? When you... Okay, I would say this started with you. <laughs> Here we go. I'm serious. I'm serious. Because you've been talking about how, you know, you've been talking about the um, the the dark psychics that get a bunch of praise. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you brought up the coaching industry last night and you went like deep in the archives and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then I think I woke up and I, I caught it. <laughs> like, like, like the COVID. <laughs> yeah. This is contagious. It's a virus. <laughs> it went airborne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, uh, it's a bioweapon. Miriam yeah. manufactured in Miriam Labs. Yes. On, yes. on the third floor. I think you've been crafting it over there and then you went <laughs> and then I <laughs> and I got it. Or you sneezed. Uh-huh. That must have been it. I think uh-huh. it stays on surfaces too. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think so. Mm-hmm. For not for very long, but just long enough for me to get it. Yep. <laughs> so what I'm saying is that I'm not it's I'm not just the only stiff one here that has challenges. Just we don't record podcasts when you're having problems. When I'm like trying to talk something out, you're like, oh, let's bring it to the pod. But we I would say we do record podcasts when you're angry. So that's so it's it is actually really fitting. Yeah, snarky. It's snarky and stiff. Mm-hmm. That's us. Oh man. Yeah. Okay, so maybe maybe there was some contagion happening in the air. I'm sure if we asked Tom Because I would though. say I would say we're actually feeling through something together as a couple and as partners in business. Mm-hmm. And I would say that thing is how far out of alignment can we go before people notice, <laughs> including ourselves, to justify reaching more people who's not our actual audience? Mm-hmm. I would say that's what it actually boils down to. Right. But the actual experience is like, man, these people are talking to people at scale mm-hmm. and they're doing work with similar words mm-hmm. to what we're saying. 
the only difference is that they are marketing themselves in a way that's appealing to very specific subsets of the marketplace. Right. Highly sensitive person, empath. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, even... Empowered, embodied, fierce woman. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. Or there's an entire <laughs> other subset of the marketplace <laughs> of say. like Christians, Christianity, which we just started a, a new show called It's Biblical. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe 0.0%, zero, not point zero, <laughs> not point zero one, point zero percent of Christians would enjoy our show. I think it's incredibly <laughs> offensive. I think it's the most offensive show, maybe, to ever enter the religion and spirituality section on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So there's that. That's that's basically it. And then, okay, oh, then, right? Then I, I reach this place where I'm like, okay, cool. So we don't like most of spirituality. We talk out against the coaching industry, so personal development, so spirituality, personal development, and now we're kind of getting into religion. So we have the trifecta of bridges that we are burning. Just we are we are taking all of the sacred cows. We're like, hey, everyone, we're throwing a party. Bring all of your sacred cows. Bring all of your most cherished ideas. We're gonna light them on fire and see if you want to be friends. Also, this is our business. This is just what we do. We are the sacred cow flamethrower burners. So bring all of your most cherished ideas and we're going to take a huge hot (laughs) steamy dump on them and hope that you like us you want to you want to keep going we we got a community over here if you want to get into the real good shit we got a membership we got a membership we we actually channel an an extraterrestrial who also takes hot steamy dumps on on even more things so if you if you want to come join us it's very exciting. But I feel like there's one pocket. There's one pocket of people that might really love what we're doing. And they are the the creepy, balding, 350-pound men who are jacking off to like videos of disclosure and they're in the they're in the chat rooms and they there, they hate people there is no they chat rooms they're, they're looking for intel from like top military generals and they they agree with us what no that was the feeling that i had at starbucks and I know it's ridiculous. I know it's ridiculous. Well, let me tell I know this you whole conversation is else ridiculous. about those fellas. Okay, tell me. They tell me. are not interested in what we're saying. They're, I don't even know if those people are real. Oh, they're real. Okay. They're interested <laughs> in being angry at the government for not disclosing what they feel the government should disclose. We, we saw hundreds of those I know, people I know. at Contact I know. in the Desert. And everyone's just in a group stupor of anger. Okay, well, thanks for clarifying <laughs> so, that we also want to burn their sacred cows. <laughs> so no, actually, it's no one. We have a target audience of no one. No one. There is zero... Oh, I was going to say there's zero room for our work in the world, but there is zero pre-established market good. for the second paradigm. And to that I say good. And to that I say that's very uncomfortable and we're way the fuck out on a limb. I stand by everything we believe i just think it's a very uncomfortable unmarketable and 
not irresponsible, but I'm trying to think of other words to make it more dramatic and mm-hmm. irresponsible mm-hmm. to believe what we believe in this day and age. Okay, so WJD. I think they're going to get there. People, W-W-J-D. people will get there at some point. JD, what is that? What would Jesus Dave? Jesus do? Oh, WW. I thought you were saying WWW dot JD. I was like, what is JD? No, WW. I thought you were like, well, Jesus Dave. What would Jesus do? Pushing the edges. What would Jesus do? Jesus would get killed. Jesus would get killed. I feel, I don't feel like we're going to get killed, but I feel like we are going to be the equivalent of killed in 2022 which is just completely ostracized forever social death we're gonna die a social death Mm. because you don't get killed for your beliefs in 2022 you get canceled and ignored Mm. well how can we get ignored if no one's even listening that's what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) yeah not uh yeah i don't know you know you want to, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I make sense. <laughs> this is so good. Well, today when David was doing mm-hmm. the dishes, what did mm-hmm. you say to me? I don't know. You're bringing our private conversations into this. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. Oh, it's the it's the marketing thing. Because. <laughs> I was, what marketing thing? Well, because you know that. So I went down a rabbit hole last night of people that I used to know. Somebody that used to. Somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, them. And I went down that rabbit hole, and I was like, "Wait, what is going on?" I was like, "I don't know," just kind of in disbelief, because they're. I mean, they're they're they have pictures wearing the masks and. I'm I was like, just kind of in disbelief. Are you making my... Somebody. Are you making my... Are you even listening to me? Clearly, because I repeated you back <laughs> word for word. <laughs> I'm listening more intently than I probably normally do, so I can change your words into a song. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, so, so you were down you were down the rabbit hole of coaches. Yeah, and I was just like, wait, nobody's they don't have an opinion. They're they're the same. It actually felt like they went backwards is what I really genuinely felt. Yeah. I was like, wait, they're not talking about anything like tw- wait, 2020 wasn't a wake-up call for them? Like what? Like I just felt so radically I can hear the neighbors next door running up and down the stairs. It's just a new sound. Oh, yeah. And there's police sirens at the same time. (laughs) It sounds like someone's on our third floor. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. Um, So, yeah, I was just, I don't know. It was just a moment of like, fuck. Like, wait. I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. But but what I felt like, what what, as I was like checking in with it, because I was like, what is this? And then they were like, oh, well, she just took, um, she's basically doing like where the people are at and she's completely like revamped her whole business to speak to where people are at, which I think is absolutely fucking disgusting. I think you should always be who you are and not ever like fucking shave slivers of your soul away. Cause I don't see the pieces of, of her that I was initially drawn to back in the day. Like talk about being out on a limb. She was way the fuck, super fucking weird, like way the fuck out there. And I loved it. I was living for it because it was like so real to her and she was so 
it just felt so real. So so here's here's right. We're right at the at the crux of this conversation. I think that's the word. She made a decision to listen to marketing to to make her I could her feel life. That through, she she made the, the decision thing. to make her life's work a business. Yes. Yes. By marketing to a pre-existing marketplace yep. that is already defined in the language. Yep. Yep. So so she pivoted from like the work that she was doing before, which yep. was arguably her life's work, the things that she was actively bringing through, pressing yep. the edges of her own understanding, the things she was most interested in, and that she was here to carve out. She pivoted and is now speaking to people in the language that they expect her to speak in yes. as a spiritual influencer. Yes. Which then attracts that audience yeah. because they want to listen to the things that they are already looking for. Yeah. Where the marketing perspective would come in, the justification for that is, okay, great, sell them what they want and give them what they need. So the idea is that she can be in that business and speak to the language of right, so okay, empaths, highly sensitive person, and still be as weird and do the work that she's actually here to do, and that's actually the thing that she's delivering to them. Behind she's the just marketing to them in that way. Mm-hmm. I think that's gross. I don't know if it's. I'm willing to bet that's not actually happening. I'm willing to bet that's not actually happening. What do you think? That well, because if you have to carve out who you are externally externally publicly to get people in the door once they're in the door you can't just stop carving out that piece of yourself right you have to continue to carve it out Mm -hmm. it's just so appealing and it's all the like buzzy things like it's all the catchphrases which made me feel like it was like stuck in time like it was all the like you know how narcissist is like a big thing to talk about and like all of that and like trauma healing and that's a big deal to talk about and like yeah. there's all these like codependents like it's like everything has all yeah. the, all the buzzwords yeah. it's like you... going to the bookstore and looking at the shelf and that's the that's the words on their website too yeah have you been gaslit by a narcissist yeah. i use somatic healing and cbt cognitive behavioral therapy to help my clients come back to a the trauma-free life mm-hmm. yeah and it's like, wow, mm-hmm. oh my God, that's so, it's it's a combination of so many things that I'm interested in. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But it feels like a bait and switch is what I was feeling like. And then, and then you said, you were like, yeah. oh, that's what marketers do. That's what they're, they, you give them, it was the saying, it was like, you give them, are you? That's, I think, the rationalization. So this is the conclusion I'm coming to is that that's what, so me as a marketer giving that person advice if i click into the old sleazy marketing field that's what i would say that's the rationalization i would Mm -hmm. then give them because it's not it's not that that's the thing that they end up doing that's the reason why they allow themselves to brand themselves in a way that they don't actually feel is a true representation of who they are Mm -hmm. because you build a brand that's what people are looking for not what you're actually even doing yeah, I and don't, as, I, don't and I, fu- feels, I fundamentally disagree. Yeah, I, I do too. But it feels appealing because you can get clicks, likes, whatever by tapping into a pre-existing marketplace. Mm-hmm. The rationalization is that you can still be yourself within that. That's the rationalization. But it's, that's not even true. I don't think that's even true. You can't. Yeah. Because you're still going to have to pull from all those things. Because, oh my God, if we did like a narcissist, how to identify a narcissist... Yeah. 
And thing. that's, that's, yes, I agree wholeheartedly. Keep going. Well, it would be the, the like external representation would be like, oh, these are the, these are the 10 signs and like, here, dive into our course so you can learn more about like, and I'm just going to tell you like, he's a fucking dickwad. You knew it from the beginning. You saw the red flags. You fucking ignored your intuition. Why? Why didn't you listen to yourself? Because you're being fucking insecure. And that's not who the fuck you are. Come on, get get your shit together and let's go. Like, because I feel like when I look at these old coaches, people that I used to be friends with and work with and all of these different things, I, I feel like their clients are masked and vaxxed. And I'm like, whoa, like, yeah. like, I, I don't even zero resonance there. I don't even want to fucking talk to you if that's the game you're playing, because I'm over here and I want to keep going like yeah. and, and it does feel like we're out on a limb. But so fucking what? I'd rather be on this limb than talking to a bunch of people that are massively injected with graphene oxide and being controlled. You just fucking wait for it. These people are going to lose their goddamn minds. Yeah. And I'm not about that. I don't want to participate in any sort of discussion like that. It's like, you're already good. You're already healed. Like, fuck the fucking trauma shit. Fuck the healing. You're healed. You're fucked. It's done. It's done. Let's keep going. If there's anything else that is left to heal, it will come up in your current circumstances and fucking be with it. You don't have to go digging into a fucking past life or into who you were as a child and all the trauma that came up because your mom did this and your dad said that. That'll come up when you meet fucking Jerry at the supermarket and he's a fucking asshole to you and you finally get to stand up for yourself. It's like it plays out in our real time and that's yeah. where the actual healing happens. It is We don't have to do shit other than engage with the reality that's here. Why am I so <laughs> passionate about this? I don't know. But it's just, it's hard to go back into my old version of myself and these people that I really admired where they were at at the time and to see them either stuck in time or slip back into a, into a strategy and not talk about real shit that's happening in 2020 plus. Like where the fuck are the people that are talking about the real shit? Those people are ostracized and called conspiracy theorists. And it's simply not true. They're thinking for themselves. So WWJD, seriously, he wouldn't put up with this shit. It was the same thing with the let him fucking fall in the ditch. The blind lead the blind into the ditch. Enough. It doesn't matter that I offended them. Let's keep going. Yeah, it's funny we're reading that at Starbucks. And the, the reason why he said that, he said that too is apostles and mm -hmm. the reason why he even said that in the first place was because they were like hey you just offended them mm -hmm. the pharisees yeah the religious leaders of the day because yeah. they came and they challenged him and they were like why don't your disciples wash their hands before they eat and he said it's not about what they're putting in their mouths it's about what comes out of your mouth he's like and what's coming out of your mouth is a total is total hypocrisy the things that you're saying about honoring your father and your mother but then the rules that you're following like you should like you should all be stoned by your own laws essentially is what mm -hmm. you're saying and he's like so don't yeah. come don't come over here with your law mm -hmm. and telling telling us if we don't wash our hands before we eat that we should you know that we're terrible people so we, there's no spiritual significance here so then there then his apostles were like whoa you just offended all those guys mm -hmm. and he's like yeah he's like don't worry about it Mm -hmm. The blind will lead the blind. It is the blind leading the blind. And when the blind lead the blind, they will fall into a ditch. Yep. That's that's all he said to, to that. 
yeah. to like, hey, didn't you offend them? He was basically like, yeah, let it drop. They're going to mm-hmm. destroy them fucking selves. Yeah. That is total nonsense. Yeah. Because when we were talking earlier, too, about like where all of this goes. So there's all these teachers out there teaching this stuff, influencers, blue check marks, whatever yeah. the fuck there. But where does it go? I know that's what I was feeling into while you were pulling through that white hot feed, my love. <laughs> snarky. While, while snarky. you were snarky, I was over here stiff. And what I was getting. Everyone's I just going to think you have like a... <laughs> <laughs> just a boner all the time that's weird i don't want to be associated with that let's move on that's really funny though that's my channel it's my antenna oh yeah something's coming through i said let's move on and then i just dug right into it oh god it's okay. This is a one episode joke. I'm, I'm only stiff for, for season four, episode three. Where, where does this go? Well, what I was thinking was not so much where their work, I guess I was thinking where their work goes. Because I was thinking, what are they teaching, right? So when, if I put myself into that pocket, what do you end up teaching? Like, what is a narcissist course? What do you go in? What do you get as a deliverable? And I think it's essentially... I, as a coach, have read those 15 books at the bookstore. Mm-hmm. I am now going to summarize those 15 books at the bookstore for you for the low price of 197 I think mm-hmm. that's essentially what it is. There's... Well, there's personal experience. Personal experience, too. sure. But it's taking pre-existing material to give to that pre-existing marketplace. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that marketplace is the marketplace... Because there's already a groove there. Like if we were to go teach narcissism, we would teach narcissism. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We wouldn't teach the subtleties of darkness in the way that it shows up through. I mean, maybe we would. That sounds more appealing. Right. But (laughs) that does sound more appealing. I mean, we end up doing that anyway. But that's, yeah. That is what we do. But we're not marketed as... But, I, but my art. sense is that they're teaching the they're teaching the map that's already pre-existing. The the challenges on the receiving end of that, if you are either in if you're in a narcissistic relationship in that moment, yep. it's just like how much awareness do you need to build about every single subtlety of every single dynamic before right. you go, oh, this isn't actually here for me. I need to fucking leave. Like, right. I need to get the fuck right. out. Right. Right. And on the other hand, if you had just left, how many intricacies of every single thing do you need to learn about how narcissists operate right you don't it's done right you already you had the lived experience you yes i would say at the at the most there's an there's certain experiences that are coming up in your memory that you could like rationalize as trauma but there's things to then learn within that experience and unpacking that exact experience may be important about how you personally are relating to those energetics and dynamics and the blind spots that you had in that dynamic i think those things almost inevitably come up yep often later yep for sure later but like how useful is just that information in that pocket and i think that's where at least we differ from lots of these informational spaces is we're more about like we're it's that set sail metaphor Mm -hmm. it's like yeah you can find every single anchor that's weighing you down and heal every single trauma in quotes but if it's not actually holding you back it's not holding you back so just go just set sail Yep. If things are actually caught up, 
you're going to know because your ship's going to fucking come to a halt mm-hmm. and it's going to be the single rope that is taut that's holding you in place. You just go and cut that thing. Yeah. But it's, it, there's so much preparation to face reality. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. In those information spaces. And I think that's even in its biblical, we got to in second Timothy chapter three, we were talking about that, um, the information or the, the pursuit of knowledge or they're, they're mm-hmm. full of knowledge mm-hmm. or information, but, but yeah. lack the truth. There was something yeah. like that. Always learning, but yes, not, not having the wisdom Yep, yep. or understanding. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Knowledge. Always learning, but, but without the knowledge of truth or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that. Yeah. It's like how much preparation do you need before you come face to face with the truth of reality and what's right. actually here? Cause things are already here in the circumstances. So we're it's so fundamentally different that I don't understand how we could even fit into that pocket, even if we wanted to, do you know what I mean? And the people that would be coming to that are looking for information on narcissists, not to deal with the things that are here in front of them. Right. 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 And that's what I'm so here for. Yes. Because that shit feels real. Yeah. So even if we were to market to all those people and have a course full of a hundred people who want to heal from narcissism, we wouldn't be able to do the work that we actually wanted to do right. anyway. Mm-hmm. But man, it's, it's, there, it's so appealing. It's so appealing to sell a, not even just a sliver of my soul, the entirety of my work for, for what I'm looking for in my work. You know, isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Like I want my work and myself and our work and us as a unit and as a partnership and as a business and as a brand to be received by the world and to feel the, that, that thing that I have wanted for a very long time. Yeah. But that alternate reality is me putting aside my work. Yeah. So I, I can't actually get that there. Mm -mm. Like the idea that I can market this work in an out of alignment way to a pre-existing marketplace, whether it be like Christians or new agers or conspiracy theorists, it's Mm -hmm. blatantly wrong. Yeah. Because when we get there, we won't be doing our work anymore. Right. So we won't experience the Mm -hmm. relief, the emotional utopia that we're looking for. Right. Because it's not fucking real. Yep. It's a false promise. It's a complete lie. Mm -hmm. And that's the lie that underpins that that whole marketing paradigm, yep. right? And that's why you can rationalize that you can sell them what they want and give them what they need. Mm-hmm. Like you can rationalize that that's even possible, that you can trick your people into yep. into liking your work. Yep. But it's not yeah. real. No. There, there's not the actual deep satisfaction. that th- That's the thing that we're looking for in the first place. Because mm-hmm. the thing that all of these people are looking for is I just want my work to blow up. I want to be received by the world. I want to do what I feel like I came here to do, which is actually help people. Like when does this when does this go out to the scale of people that I, that I feel as though I could help if given the chance? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it's good. I know, and I was telling David too today at Starbucks, I was like, man, I feel like 
like I like all the parts of the, you know, the Jesus flipping tables and the second Timothy, like being like, Hey, stay away from those guys. Like they're fucking losers. Like, you know, it's obviously not what he said, <laughs> but like yeah. that I, I resonate with those like messages of just calling out the bullshit. It's like, I resonate with that shit so fucking hard. And to, I mean, that looks like me talking shit and burning bridges, whatever that even means. I don't even, I know. but it's like, I don't want to see people go down that path if they don't have to. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me that people are still falling for it. I hate to see that. You mean the people giving up their work or, or no, the people that are falling for the, the the people that are falling for the work itself. Yeah. Like it just sucks. It's like, oh, you don't, you're good. You're already fucking good. We don't need to impact, unpack every intricacy of, for this example, narcissism is just fucking up right now. Yeah. But like, we don't, you're good. You know it. You've lived it. You've seen it. Like you lived with it for fucking years. You know what a narcissist is. Feel that energetic thread. Got it. Okay. You're going to see that fucking everywhere now. Now, can you stand as a sovereign, solid individual in the face of that? And the answer is yes. And you will be tested time and time again, and you will get more solid every step of the way, because that's how this fucking works. That's how you heal that trauma. We live in a world run by Satanists. That archetype is here. That archetype is celebrated. That archetype rises to the top. They're charming. They're usually good looking. Just very few ugly narcissists, at least aesthetically, like physically. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now I'm thinking of some, but whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like Alex Jones and Joe Rogan. <laughs> when he, he said, Satan's real sexually attractive. Oh, you yeah, remember that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a good like cartoon bit yeah. on um, Joe Rogan and... Joe was like, I don't know that I'd be attracted to a demon. He's like, no, not a demon, Satan. <laughs> He's hot. <laughs> Alex Jones is so funny. <laughs> but it's like, when you realize, like, there's something too, and I said this, yeah, earlier to David today, it's like, there's something too that I, I really like calling out bullshit. I really like fucking speaking truth. I like calling out just nonsense. And I like being able to talk about the darkness it feels so fucking helpful because it feels like an actual acknowledgement of where things are at but god forbid the new age version of myself and the friends that i had at the time you could not fucking talk about anything because then you'd manifest it but it's like that to me is the most real shit ever and we just we avoid it as spiritual people we avoid it Well, yeah, and it's a fucked up belief system. Going back to the narcissist example, I mean, avoiding that you're in a relationship with the narcissist and not being willing to talk to anyone about it or think about it, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. God forbid, think about the fact that you're in an abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. That doesn't get you out. Right. It doesn't turn him nice. Right. When you think about him being nice or, I mean, when you think about him being a narcissist, that's not creating a narcissist. Right. Do you know what I right. mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's this weird, It like, it's almost like in order for that to be true, we have to be in the Truman Show. Yeah. We have to be in the Truman Show, but like a spiritual <laughs> version where, like, you're plugged into like a ner- like a neural interface where it can read your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's like some extreme shit where, like, the whole world is just for you. Yep. You're the only one that exists. The whole world's just for you. 
Hmm. Like that's the only reality context where that actually makes sense. Where if you yep. think about someone being a narcissist, then you're going to create that dynamic. Yeah. But it's the, it's the exact same thing, right? I mean, to acknowledge the darkness in the world is to fortify yourself against yes. it. Yes. That has been so helpful for me personally. Like it has been so helpful to just really see where we're at. Yeah, because then it's all that shit clicks like everything that's come through your channel, everything that we talk about at the second paradigm, talking about your significance here and your light here. Like it just it makes sense. It's like, oh, yeah, of course, I'm, I'm supposed to bring light to this planet. Obviously, look at this place. It's like a fucking yeah. heaping pile of shit. Yeah. And it's really it's just helpful. It's just fucking helpful. Yeah. It's not scary. Like, that's the lie. Like, that's that's the other thing. Like, there's just this, like, there's this whole, like, bubble of avoidance and ho whole, it's part of the PSYOP. It's like, don't, don't let people talk about darkness. Don't even let them acknowledge it. Let's teach them about high vibes. Let's teach them this and, and that. And, ooh, got to keep them distracted over here so they don't actually see the puppet master. So they don't actually see Satan pulling the strings. But as soon as you see it and call it out, it's done. It's fucking done. Yeah. This is unrelated, but I think it's, it is sad how cartoony the image of Satan is when we talk about it in like, um, I think that the general consensus perception of Satan is like a cartoon like a big red man with a long tail mm. and mm -hmm. horns mm -hmm. that's so absurd where it's like, wait, you believe that like this red guy is in mm. charge of the world and he's like barking orders to like mm. people mm -hmm. on DMT or something, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, it's like, what's the, or is he like physically here? And you know, like mm -hmm. he's underground, like in the cave and like, like I think the, there's this really cartoony idea of it, but the, the idea of darkness, even when I look at it metaphorically, Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's it's a bigger bucket because it includes all of those paradigms of, of everyone disconnecting from divinity, everyone disconnecting from their own intuition, everyone disconnecting yep. from light itself. The that like draw a clean line. There's a lyric in our in our song. Was, I actually forgot we had more lyrics, but it was like draw a clean line. It's either black or white shades of gray. That's the lie. Mm -hmm. Remember? Mm hmm. And that's, that's something actually that I think we were kind of dancing around in the, in the, it's biblical too, man, that was a, a big episode. Something was trying to land during that, but I feel like there's just this, there's this refining understanding that's happening of what darkness even is and, yep. and why it's okay to acknowledge it yeah. and how to acknowledge it in a way that's useful. Like, yeah. it's like, there's this, there's this map that feels like it's landing here. Yep. And maybe that's a piece of it, right? I mean, like, I do think there will be ways for us to bring our business out into the world and, and all of that. And maybe we do end up doing some sort of course around, around like narcissist, sociopath, da 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 but, but connecting that down into yes. an understanding of what darkness actually is, yes. right? I mean, yes. that maybe that is something that we end up doing and this conversation is what gets us there. But there's this really appealing lane that I can't help but 
but see and like it it still gets me i can see it so clearly and it still emotionally hooks me that we can just we can choose a lane we can go get on interviews we can we can brand ourselves in a way that hits and we can have what we're looking for you can it is so I think, fucking compelling uh, yes you can do that i cannot that is i can't sure and that's also where i get caught up is I realize that you can't lie or like play a character. But <laughs> but if I were to play a character and click into sociopath Dave, then I totally could. I could probably I could probably do that. Yeah. I feel like you could. I know. I know. I know. But, but it's I like even today But I also no. I also can't. You know what I mean? Okay, keep going. Keep going. I know. I know you actually can't. It's just, it's emotionally compelling. But today in the car. Um, today in the car. What did, oh, because you said you didn't like that our brand was associated with. Yeah. With. With the conspiracies of 2020 plus. Okay, let's just call them truths. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I believe them. But to the consensus world. It is a pocket of extreme paranoid conspiracy theorists that take things. Yeah, it's it's extreme. It's extreme and sensational. It is the it is the archetype of Alex Jones, who is who is burned at the metaphorical social stake. But cross steak, <laughs> like <know>. a tent steak. <laughs> they shrink them down. Honey, I shrunk the kids, and they nail them to a tent stake. <laughs> Dig them into the ground. Yeah, and I can't imagine not speaking out about those things. I understand. I understand. Because it feels like such a, I mean, yeah, it's it's that one line of our song that is very slow to build, but it's 2020 was a wake-up call. Did you answer? Yeah. And I know. You know what I was thinking today? There was, there was another alternative line that I think is probably better, but we still, we're, we're still landing on the still time. God is the king of second chances. Uh But then I was thinking it'd be cool to go the direction of like, so go be with God because I don't give any second chances. Do you know Mm, what I mean? Or like, uh because I'm fucking Uh Audi. Like, I think that would be a cool (laughs) direction to take and then be like, because here's where I'm fucking going. Mm, That's, you know what I mean? I think that's like a cool, that's that's a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's like, (laughs) yeah, it's stiff. Oh, I love that. Yes, 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 yes. And I also think part of the psyop is feeling like we're alone, feeling like we don't have a lane or a pre-exist. That's all lies anyway. That that is literally like what we teach is like it's not up to us. Like offload that shit to God, offload that to the oversoul. Like it is your job to show up and do the things that are actually genuinely here for you. Let the let the rest fall into place as it will, and you'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Because all of these, the marketing and the strategy and the clicking into a lane and talking to this person and talking to these levels of people because these people are beneath you. Ha, ha, ha. It's all fucking darkness. It is yeah. all fucking all these people trying to play mini gods and plan out their whole life. Yeah. And that's not how this works. We know that. We've lived it a gazillion times over. Yeah. I'm telling you, like... Ugh here's what it feels like here's a metaphor that i'm getting okay we are setting up shop 
just outside of the prison where most people are in that most people are in yep. when I went when when I went to Starbucks today with you <laughs> when we went to Starbucks today yeah I walked in because we were having this conversation in the car and I was like let's just go mm-hmm. you know and I walked in and I looked around and I went oh shit 45 percent of the people's hair color died the one girl had elf ears on did you see her elf ears like like prosthetics yeah she had them with no, the girl with the notice. with the green hair. No, that's remarkable. With her other friend it's remarkable. With the green But it was okay, hair. so it was like tight <laughs> pants and Nike's and dyed either black or blue hair. And, and green. Sh- uh, yeah, and green. That's also a very popular color. Uh, it's not it's not that I don't like the the trans it's not like it's not like I like I have an actual disdain for these people. I really don't Same. at all. At all, I have a disdain for this this machine of culture that is sweeping people up into whatever possible, whatever's popular. Yeah, it's the same feeling that I would have if we were to be dropped in whenever the seventies. I don't know what bell bottom pants, and you go out and every single person's wearing bell bottom pants, and you go, wait, what is compelling everyone to wear this exact same? Like, why is this so popular? Mm-hmm. Why is this such a thing? And it's like because we're all so bound. Yep. To these false identities that we're portraying because we think we need to for social safety. Like we are, we are like, it's like we're chemically bound into this thing, but it's not bell bottom pants. It's like cut off your dick, take hormones. Like those, these are the things that are popular now. Mm-hmm. It's like go out and protest and like burn down, burn down buildings and only give your money. To a certain race of people's businesses like like the the thing has gotten so extreme yeah and so like just it's like destructive that to watch the same exact mechanism run of people wearing bell-bottom pants as people like going to these protests or chanting these chants and and supporting these movements that are like the downfall of our current civilization it's it's like coming into that and going oh because this is where we're at mm-hmm. like this yep. is why we're not popping off yeah because we're not fucking here and I'm I'm realizing there's this thread I think B will do a, a video for the incubator because this this needs to like unpack quite a bit more but there's this thread that I'm starting to see of it's almost like there is a timeline that we are walking down and. There's, it's like, I don't know how to describe it. It, There's just so many pockets that we can go into right now where we can sell the actual truth of our business. We can denounce the truth of our souls and of our business and of our connection and what we're getting and the, the next moves that are actually here for us. We can put all of that aside and go down these lanes of culture and we can, we can be the narcissist people. We, we'd be really good at that. We would kill it. And yeah. people would really, 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 really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But the thing that we would get, like the opportunity cost for going down that, the thing we would be giving up is fucking enormous. Yeah. The field of this business, this thing where we're going, this 
this like refining down into this understanding that darkness is real and we came here to be light and that it's completely possible. We have the complete technological understanding within us and that it's the most significant thing that's going to happen on this planet for the next three to 500 years. It is monumentally timeline altering for the, for the direction of our species. We put all that aside and then like help women who are in these relationships like or with men. this one single dynamic or or men who mm-hmm. are in these relationships this one single dynamic to like understand the exact mechanics of how their ex was abusing them and then to not really move forward and to not face the things that are really here for them and not help them beyond that like we're just we're going to sit in this one pocket and just do this one thing when we have this entire body of work mm-hmm. that we've been developing for five mm-hmm. fucking years it's like that's it's this image that I'm getting of like, there's so many people in prison. There's so many people wearing metaphorical bell bottom pants that if we can, if we pack up shop outside of the prison yep. and check ourselves back in, we would run a bigger business. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, I don't want to check myself back <laughs> in. Right. It was right. fucking hard to get out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can feel that I would be checking myself back into this metaphorical prison that I would I would condense down what I'm doing yep. to such a degree that I might as well be fucking I might as well be contractor Dave and go do water heaters. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I might as well just not do anything related whatsoever. I might as well just mm-hmm. stop entirely. Mm-hmm. Put on my steel toe boots. And become a one-man water heater installing machine. Can make good money. Yeah, you're good at it. I'd do it. I'd do it cheaper than the other guys and faster, and I'd learn it. And fucking, it'd, it'd be so easy. Mm-hmm. You'd be highly recommended. Yep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you have the steel toe boots and the dolly. I know. I do. <laughs> The dolly's like welded a little bit crooked. It's so annoying. It doesn't sit flat. My OCD is just so annoyed at that dolly. Well, then you'd get into dolly business. (laughs) (laughs) Dolly sales are up. Yeah, I feel the same thing. I mean, I I had a similar image a few years ago when we were in Seattle. And it was like... I don't know. It was something because I fucking hate the talk of like, you know, building the bridge for people to get over. Like I've never resonated. That was one. That was our very first fight. Yeah, in Tulum you were disgusted with it. With the bridge. I'm not interested. It's not my job, not my role. I'm very clear in that. Like I was on the other side. You, hmm? I was on the bridge side. You wanted to build the bridge and help huh. people. I thought our friend wanted to build the bridge. No, you wanted to build the bridge. That's why we fought. Hmm. I and, no and then I, I pedaled home as fast as I could and oh, I was like so, so angry and because so we were on bikes at the beach that's and so beautiful funny. Tulum and I was like ah yeah I was like he doesn't get me like nah, nah, nah. well because but, this has been persistent this is a persistent thing it's tough to I mean I came directly out of marketing into spirituality like yeah. hard I, I wasn't even from the coaching industry. I went out of the coaching industry because I was done into yep. helping the coaching industry Market. and yeah. and even parallel to the coaching industry, but just building marketing funnels. Yeah. Like I, I understand that industry really, really well. So it's hard to not do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's hard to not do it because I see that it's not true or good or helpful and that we can't run our business that way. Right. Right. 
So you were into the bridge building. I was vehemently, is that the right word? Against it. Mm-hmm. And the Im- But that wasn't the time when I got the image. But sometime in Seattle, we talked about it again. That was just the story that established how long you've been in this and yes. how long I've been stiffy. <laughs> how long I've been snarking. <laughs> that was just one. my story to establish dominance. Now to the real story. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm really proud of myself. Yeah. I fucking am. It's good. Like for real. Because it is it's been so painful to watch all all these people yeah. do all this fucking nonsense. Yeah. And for what? So yeah. I am establishing dominance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in Seattle, I just had this image of like being on the other side of the river, just eating cherries. I think the Rainier cherries from Rainier, Washington. I don't fucking yeah. know. And just sitting there and like whatever. It's like all y'all are fucking floating, being swept down the river. You're all fucking a mess. And I'll just I'm just sitting here just chilling. And like, it's the same visual of like having the camp set outside. It's there's way less people sitting next to me. That's for sure. But I mean, we're, we're watching, we're watching the site happen. We're watching people get washed away. It's not necessary. Or maybe it is. I don't know. It doesn't seem as though it's necessary. Well, because that's the thing, right? I mean, like, I think going to the prison metaphor is easier than the bridge metaphor because it's, it's, I think it's easy to even get lost in the bridge metaphor and then start to rationalize why it's okay to build a bridge and da, 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 da. But it's like building the bridge is the same thing as building a door out of prison and trying to convince people to leave. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yes. It's the exact same. It's the I exact love same. the prison one. Makes so much more sense. So much more sense. Yeah. But it's, it's, it can be very discouraging to be outside of that prison, to see the dynamics so clearly, yep. to have people we love and care about or used to love and care about, or we still love and care about, but used to know and be more familiar and chummy with, yep. not understand that and to see you as being crazy. Yeah. It's like, wait, why aren't you wearing your orange clothes, mm-hmm. asshole? Mm-hmm. Do you not like the fashion of the day? What makes you so fucking special mm-hmm. to not wear your prison garb? Where are your bell-bottom jeans? Yeah. It's really uncomfortable. And I don't think this is, this isn't just business. This isn't just business. This is like the experience of trusting that internal knowing, of seeing so much darkness on the planet, not giving in to any of it, being completely unwilling and facing the social consequences of that. It's the same thing with the masks. It's like, why aren't you wearing a mask? We're all wearing masks here. Seriously, it's the same fucking thing. I agree. I agree. It's like, oh, well, we just walk through the sign. It's like, wait, but you can't just walk through the sign. I didn't walk through the sign. What makes you think you can walk through the sign? It's like, I don't know. I just did it and nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> Try it. Yeah, we're taking a really bold stance for a lot. And you're right. It's not just business. It's every aspect of our life. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, this is the, the example I think for, for us as business in this moment, but it's, yeah, you're right. It's, I mean, it's much, it's much, 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 much bigger. Yep.
And it makes sense too. Like, of course, there's not going to be a groove or a pre-paved thing with a body of work that has never existed here before until you brought it through. Yeah. And it makes sense. If this work is really meant to be around for the next three to 500 years, it, it makes sense that we are paving the path for it. Yeah. Real time. Yeah. With the people that resonate with it. Yeah. And eventually it'll get to a point when, you know, all the the marketing stuff just won't work on people. And they'll they'll have gone into those pockets and it'll work until it didn't and then they'll want something else and they'll continue seeking. And yeah. I think the most the like best possible compliment we've ever gotten about the second paradigm is when I found the second paradigm, I stopped seeking. That is everything. And we just heard that too from our friend the other day. Similar, similar thread. Well, yeah, because he told that story and he said, us to me too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like how, how much freedom and bandwidth frees up from that place when you finally stop seeking and there's this like amazing resting place with docs galore, podcasts, it's biblical show. There's so much out there. I mean, granted, we took a bunch of stuff down too, but whatever. There's still plenty of fucking shit out there. That's really helpful. Because then when you stop seeking and you stop being disillusioned by the fucking psyop of the seeking new age movement, all your bandwidth frees up and you can actually be with your life. You can be with the things that are real because you're not making yourself wrong. You're not dissecting every little thought. You're not monitoring every little emotion. You're not trying to pound your chest into a peak state so you can do a thing. Like all that nonsense falls away and you're like, okay, so what's actually here? That's huge. Yeah. We're taking this massive stand outside the prison of like, hey, there's peace here. And people are just checking themselves in. They're like, oh, no, no, but I heard everybody's in the prison. I'm, I'll see you guys later. I'll be back, though. It's like, mm, no, you won't. Yeah. I'm going to go tell them that there's there's land out here. Never see him again. Because mm-hmm. it is. I mean, it's that's the that's the appeal and that's the lies. If you put back on the jumpsuit. Yep. You walk right back in. Yep. You play the exact same game, go through the exact same motions that maybe you can get someone out Mm -hmm. or that you can be popular, find people to hang out with that to be more comfortable or better, that it's better inside the prison than it is outside of it. You know, I feel like we have a nice, like, tent set up with fresh, fresh juice. 
popsicles. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because externally it looks like there's not a lot. I'm still in this present prison visual. Yeah. But it's like there's not a lot going on. Like we're pretty just chill. We're not frenetic. We're just kind of sitting and waiting and listening and being quiet and talking and laughing. And it's just kind of like. Mm-hmm. But in the prison, it's like chaos and rules. And there's mm-hmm. like there's things that this is when you eat lunch. This is when you eat dinner. Yeah. Like this is the food you eat here. Yeah. And we're like, oh, no, I don't know. What do you feel like? Eh, nothing. Oh. It's like, I don't know. Let's feel into it. It's so anticlimactic externally and even internally, even living life in the second paradigm is not, it doesn't have those peaks like everybody's chasing and, and then you don't even want them anyway. It gets to a point where it's like, yeah, that is so ungrounded and so disconnected from reality. Like I'm here for like sustainable embodiments of who I actually came here to be. Yeah. Agreed. But it's all a manipulation of people's biology. It just preys on that. Yeah. I agree. I mean, it gets me often. Yeah. Not enough to do anything about it or like blow up our business or leave our life or certainly not. No. Not even close. But enough to cause internal pain. Because I think even with the the truther movement and with all of that, you know, like it's it's like coming live to you from the prison. Let's talk about there's a growing movement of a talks of a prison break. You know, and it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, wait, is this it? Like, oh, these are my people. Like, oh, they see that, like, this isn't running well. They're like, we don't like lunch at 12 o'clock. We like lunch at 1230. And we're like, oh, like, they're they're like, they're rustling up. They're like, Mm -hmm. oh, we really don't like the way this is going. Like, oh, they're going to leave soon. Yep. Yep. But that's also not our mo- like we can't start our own broadcasts live from the prison to right. twelve thirty. Uh, right. We can't play that role either. Right. And that's I think all that's also discouraging. But there's this there is this because here's the, here's the thing. Okay. We are making a bet. We've been making a lot of bets. <laughs> One bet intuition is true and valid. Second bet. My intuition is actually the thing that is called light and that this internal feeling isn't just uh, the subconscious mind. It's not just like the distillation of experiences through time, like like Malcolm Gladwell's blink. Or so. It's not mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's not just rapid cognition that's better than when we overthink it, that there's actually a higher intelligence, a.k.a. light, a.k.a. divinity, a.k.a. God mm-hmm. that is able to help us as guide our decisions. That's one huge bet. Because we're betting, oh, everyone thinks that's being crazy? Oh, that's okay, I'm in. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I'll just be crazy then. That's fine, I'll just be crazy. I'm willing to be crazy in all of your books, because this is real, one bet. Another bet feels like that there is a mass exodus out of that prison. That's a very big bet to make 
both I think socially and in business, like safety, security, impact, all of the things we want to do. Because it is, I think, it's reasonable, just cognitively, to say, listen, listen, David and Miriam, I'm I'm a marketer that is that is speaking to you, David and Miriam. Listen, although it would be very nice to build a pathway outside of that prison, by the time people leave it, that pathway is going to be covered with dirt. Nobody's going to be able to find it because you're never going to actually speak to people who are leaving. What would be better is to use this time that you're alive here in 2022 to help people to optimize their lives within that prison and to start moving their way out. The realizations that they need to have to be able to understand the structure of what they're in and to start moving their way out. That would be a better use of time than to build this thing outside. That is compelling cognitively, but I don't feel the truth in it and I don't feel as though we could actually do it. I don't feel guided to that. I don't feel like that's actually what we are supposed to be doing right now. Mm-hmm. That in itself is another big bet that we're making that there is a massive exodus outside of this, that we will have friends on the other side of this journey, mm-hmm. that we'll have a business that can continue to sustain us for 10, 15 years, 20, 30 years. Like those are big bets that there will be a mass exodus out of that prison. And we're not just crazy that that prison is one real Two, that people will acknowledge that during our lifetime and will leave that during our lifetime and will want something else and that the thing that they will want that is something else is the thing that we're doing now. There's a lot of things that need to be true for Mm -hmm. this bet cognitively at least to pay off. Yep. Yep. Like I think that's what makes it so emotionally difficult is like there's all these considerations and these bets that we're making that that – at least in my day-to-day life, I'm not thinking like this. Mm-mm. I'm not weighing things no, like this. No. I'm not like, yeah, I'm looking at the trends and I'm going to, I'm going to make this bet. It's the, all of these calculations feel like they're being made by God, by divinity. Yep. Like these are the calculations that are being met. These are the considerations that get baked into, oh yeah, just do that next project. Mm-hmm. Send out that next email that's going to go for this project that you're bringing mm-hmm. that you're putting together. That's very exciting. That's coming. That's a surprise. That's coming Ooh, soon for our members. That's in- very exciting. It's very very thrilling. But like, do that next thing. Start. It's biblical. Yeah, nine subscribers. Great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right on track. That's it. You know, like that's my day to day thinking. But within that, is I'm betting my livelihood, my life's work. The the overall impact that I can have during my lifetime, which is very important to me, I'm betting that on the fact that there will at some point be a mass exodus from that prison, that yeah. that prison is real, and that people will at some point want what we've been building all this fucking time. Mm-hmm. That's a really big pill to swallow, which is yeah. where I think that dissonance comes from, mm-hmm. why it's so emotionally challenging. Because those are the things I think we have to come to terms with. Like that's baked into our trust in divinity. 
Yeah. And it can get backlogged sometimes. There's so many bets that we're making mm-hmm. that it's like, man, I'm way out on a limb here. Like I'm betting that it's not Christianity, that it's not the truther movement, mm-hmm. that it's not the conspiracy theorist ET disclosure movement, that it's not about ETs in, in fucking general, that it's about mm-hmm. a larger interconnected web of divinity. Like I'm betting that it's not this rational uh, Sam Harris, Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro debate that's happening. I'm betting mm-hmm. it's not, you know, like so many things that yep. those aren't the things to internal like salvation that th- those aren't the pathways to where I ultimately want to go. Like I'm, there's so many things baked into that yep. and so many reasons to believe that the, this bet won't pay off. <laughs> All signs point to the fact that I am batshit crazy but this internal feeling that's gotten me here goes, no, you're not. It's, that's batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. And everyone else is batshit crazy. This is mass formation psychosis. Mm-hmm. This isn't your personal psychosis. This is what it looks like to break from mass formation psychosis, yeah. witness everyone yeah. standing the wrong way in the elevator and go, I'm going to stand the proper way. The door opens, yep. you know? Yep. This is everyone driving over a cliff and going, I'm going to make a turn here and not drive over this cliff mm-hmm. and pull up some GPS and see where the fuck I actually want to go. Mm-hmm. But man, it is difficult to walk a path in a different direction than where the majority of people we see around us are going. So yeah. fucking difficult. Yeah. Agreed. You're right. This was a good podcast. <laughs> Stiffy's loosening up over here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I can't imagine doing anything else. Like that's when I, yeah, I, I play out those timelines too. Or at least I was last night. Yeah. It's appealing. Yeah, I can see where it's it's compelling. Like you were saying. Friends, family, love, approval, admiration, money. The feeling of relief that comes with money, high quality foods, supplements, nice big house, cushy Da 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 da. Investments and vacation homes and there's a lot that's appealing, at least on the surface. Mm-hmm. I do think it's a gift to be able to play out those timelines. Oh, for sure. I don't hear people talking like that. Like, oh, just play out the timeline. Did you did you psychically peer into that future? Mm-hmm. And experience the totality of it and realize that it wasn't as good as the direction that you're already heading and the trajectory that divinity is giving to you in every mm-hmm. single moment. I don't hear people talking like that, but that's normal for us. Oh, it's yeah. It's just the well, way that we People say not things. to play that stuff out because you don't want to manifest it. I hope not. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Don't go there. Really? Yes. That's why I think we always take the opposite stance and we're like, no, play it out. Where does it go? That's nuts. And you always, and it's cool where it goes. 
well, where it goes is the opposite of fucking cool. It is terrifying and terrible. Well, yeah, you eventually, it gets to a point where it's, because people only play it out so far and then they get kind of scared or they don't want to manifest it or they think whatever, whatever they think. I don't know what they think. I see. But then it's like, oh, no, no, but keep playing it out. Like, keep going with it. And then they're like, oh, Mm -hmm. no, I don't Mm want to do that. I'd be a shell of myself. It's like, yeah, exactly. You know, that is weird. That is weird. The way that things get twisted inside. It's like they get too simple and too like short term, too myopic. Because like when I when I play out my fears, just like one step, they're terrifying. We're done. Mm-hmm. Game over. But then you play it out three steps and it's like, oh, we're actually fine. Yeah. Nothing's actually wrong. Yeah. And when I play out my like adolescent desires, like oh yeah we could just make this business on like highly sensitive people that's our fucking groove I, you play it out one step and it's like yeah more people and then you play it out three steps and it's like yeah and, and my soul's gone <laughs> wow <laughs> that's really unfortunate <laughs> wow i'm a slave to this to the system of the business that i've built yeah. and it's no longer a representation of the thing i set out to do in the first place because yes. in order to maintain that business i have to maintain that character yep. that i the compromise I made at the very beginning started out small, but that one degree difference, the trajectory, I mean, a hundred miles out was huge mm-hmm. continents wide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It will be remarkable to watch this play out. I know. I was thinking today, too, at Starbucks when we were just sitting there in silence. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, because it's funny, I'll see couples like sitting in silence, but they're both on their phone. But we just sit in silence and you stare in one direction, I stare in the other, and then we just read the energy. I have that awareness often. Do you? Yeah, oh, because so I look funny. around and couples are talking. Oh, that like, too. Like just chatting with each other or like people have like full-blown conversations yeah. that don't stop. That's true. Yeah. We'll we'll like say like a few things and then just zoom, dead silence and we both like kind of gloss over for a while and then one of us goes yeah uh-huh mhm it's like oh what you, what you got over there <laughs> we just so like make true. these little grunts and uh uh-huh god talk me to now Whoa. and then we kind of snap back to reality and then have mm-hmm. we'll talk it out I totally forgot what I was going to say, though. (laughs) Shoot. (laughs) Oh, yes. In that zone off, I was thinking Mm. like, oh, my God, we're totally going to laugh at how worried we were circa 2022. Yeah. And we're going to be the conversation kind of flashed of like, oh, remember when we thought that our work was crazy and we were out there on a limb and nobody resonated with anything we had to say and. But that's literally, and I think that's, so that's what came through in that little pocket of information. And then what I said out loud was like, that's the psyop is to make us feel alone in this. And, and to think for fuck's sake, to think of this body of work that we're bringing to the goddamn planet, like, of course, the hook that comes along with that is nobody gets you. You're going to be alone forever. This work isn't going to go out to anyone. Like that Mm -hmm. is the perfect satanic hook to hook into all of this light that is coming through you. Yeah. Singly you that writes all these docs and makes all this, all of this happen. 
not secretly me. Well, That's I knew downplaying what you do. Whatever, I know. But thanks. I know. What? But you know what I'm saying. Yes. Like that makes sense why it hooks you so hard. When it does. Repeat. Why does it hook me so hard? Repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Siri, repeat. <laughs> repeat, please. Miri. <laughs> It makes sense why it hooks so hard because I'm I bring through these docs single-handedly. Well, you're bringing through so much light when you're channeling, when you're writing these docs, when when we are bringing through so much light with the second paradigm. This whole body yes. of work is fucking it's it's light. Yes. It's light. So it makes sense that the hooks that would come at us are the things that would tell us to oh this it's not even worth it don't it's literally like it, it's per, it's perfectly satanic it's perfectly narcissistic it's like the playbook it's like nobody likes you nobody's gonna want this why even bother you should just go off and do highly sensitive person training you know it's like mm -hmm. that is like to a t exactly what those playbooks would say the dark agenda like it is to stop and to slow down light Mm -hmm. And how else can they do that but through this like hole of insecurity that we both have? I mean, I know we both question it massively all the fucking time. But then when we get still with ourselves and we check in, it's like, no, 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 keep going with this. This is great, guys. You're doing awesome. And it's like, how are we doing awesome? What do you mean we're doing awesome? Are you sure we're doing awesome? Yeah. Yeah. But to counteract that light and to slow this light down, that's that's but but to see to even see that for what it is. That's the psyop. That's the illusion. That's the lie. And I don't know if you know this, but soul over psyop that we're here for the soul. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> Oh, you know what's kind of cool? Soul over psyop is also like stomping on the psyop, like soul of the foot. Mm -hmm. That's kind of cool. That is cool. Mm -hmm. You know what this is making me think of, funny enough? I want to read the the story of the the mass exodus from Egypt. Is this with Moses? Moses. Yeah, yep. I was thinking Moses that too. Moses leads the people out. Yes, yes. When of, you were talking about the exodus slavery. of the prison, I, I was know, like, wait, I Moses. know there'll be a mass exodus. My brother, that's, that's my brother funny. Moses. Man, we're just we just talk about the Bible all the time now. <laughs> we're gonna lose everyone. Every everything's gonna fall apart. Maybe we could record another. It's biblical about yeah, Moses. Yeah, maybe we can because I need to read up on it. I need to read up on it. But I find it interesting because those dynamic these themes are in there. It's the same shit. I'm telling yeah, you. It is the same, it's the same shit. shit. It's that's the same why shit. it's so familiar. That's why that's why when I've said this before, but when the mass mandates became a thing in 2020 in Denver, the feeling was so familiar. It like transported me instantly to Nazi Germany. And to, to even call my mom and be like, "Mom, what does this remind you of?" And she says Nazi Germany. I'm like, "Neither of us were alive." And she laughs and says, oh, "I know." Like, that's weird. Like, this shit, we know this. We know this. And we are fortunate to see through it. Like, what a fucking gift to have clear eyes in 2020. Vision. Hmm. <laughs> Seriously. Hmm. Like, what a goddamn gift. It is a testament to light and how it works. It is a testament to all of us that see clearly our willingness to have the courage to even stand this boldly out on a limb 
everyone relates to that. Everyone that listens to our work feels as though they're standing on a fucking limb. They have beliefs and they have understandings that are completely different than everybody around them. Sure. But they're not that different because they they also got those beliefs and understandings from other people. And it just resonated with their truth barometer. And they were like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I feel the same way. Thank you for articulating that, Dr. Northrup. Mm -hmm. We're not so alone. True. And we all have our iteration of what it feels like to stand out on a limb. Yeah, sometimes I think it's comical when I when I zoom out and not minimize, but say in like simpler words what the levels of clearance are. This mm -hmm. like these stages of awakening. It's like <laughs> it's like it's literally I acknowledge that I have a truth that I believe something and then I believe it. And then like way later, like years later, I'm willing to be seen as someone who believes the things that I already believe. Mm -hmm. It's it's that yeah. simple. Yep. Like that, you can minimize everything that we're doing down to, to that level of simplicity. <laughs> but the actual experience of yeah. it is so fucking hard, hard because of where we're starting. Yeah. That's, I think, the thing yep. that that's so hard to acknowledge is where we're actually starting from. Hmm. Yeah. You know, well, even just walking into Starbucks today, yep, the hair and the masks yep. and the genders and the everything is all mixed up. Yeah. Yeah. These four grown ass men all hugging each other like perfect, like dressed, very nice businessmen, fresh haircuts, you know, the whole thing, probably yeah. in finance. They're, you know, they're the whole it's the whole <laughs> fucking thing. Right. They yeah. got the clacky shoes on. They got those slacks. Yeah. They're they're very well put together, all four of them, and they all had masks on. They all hugged each other, and they all took off their masks to drink their coffee, and then one guy got up to get a straw, and he put his mask on, got the straw, sat back down, took it off. I was like, oh my god, this is this is Satan's dream. They're yeah. so well behaved. Yeah, they're following the orders, and no one's telling them to. No one's enforcing anything because we're in there with our naked face. And it's just, it's a testament to, to where we're at. What? <laughs> right next to them. There was this mom and her two kids. The the, the the oldest one's probably like 11 or 12. And then the, the younger one's like seven. Yeah. And they're standing there with their mom. And their mom has one of those masks that are really pointy. Yes. You know? Yes. And she goes and she shoves her pointy mask, like the point of the mask, into her daughter's ear and whispers something. Oh, God. First, she looked at us kind of judgmentally that we weren't, I think it was, that was I imagine it's because we weren't wearing masks, or it's because we were staring off in the distance, we sitting were, in silence. We were reading energy. It was glossed over. But she points, she, she shoves her pointy mask into her, into her daughter's ear and then tells her like a secret. I thought it was, it was so funny. I, it's, it was such a like ridiculous image. But yeah, I mean the yeah that walking into Starbucks started to move energy for me immediately. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh yeah, this is where Earth is at in 2022. Yeah. I'm kidding myself if I think that our work should be at scale. I'm kidding myself mm -hmm. if I think that we should go get out and try to convince people to settle back into peace, find their truth. Like the, I'm fucking kidding myself. Mm -hmm. This is mm -hmm. going to take time. That's okay. Yeah. 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 It's hard to even say that because I don't want to believe it, but 
It's true. I know this will take time. Mm-hmm. I know. I remember one of the things when I went, when I did go see a psychic, she said that um, something about. Oh, yeah, that's so funny. Was this before you even met me? No. We were oh, together. okay, okay, okay. We lived together. I think you had just moved in. I see. Okay. But what did she say? She said that you were going to have to be patient because your work would take longer to get out into the world than you wanted. Can't relate. That, that was <laughs> stiffy over here. Yep. That was the that was the biggest that was the biggest thing that she said about I got you. A rock hard boner, and I'm going to download that. That's bullshit. <laughs> I hate this joke. Let's let's go to episode four, where, we where I'm episode, no longer are stiffy. Are we in episode four right now? No, it's, oh. I think it's three. Oh, okay. Oh, you know, I'm changing the subject. You know that TikTok song, the, when the sun goes down on my side of town. Um, this lonesome? Yeah, we were we were singing. What was it? When the grid goes down on my side of town, I can't help feeling it's, it's the, the CCP. CCP. And the whole world turns, turns red. <laughs> I thought that was very clever. Yes. So maybe we'll do the uh, maybe we'll make that song and then do the TikTok dance and then we'll blow up and then we'll have a huge audience and then we'll be able to get out into the world and then we'll be able to do our work at scale like we've always been meant to do and finally we'll be in the abundance vibration <laughs> and everything will change and we'll feel so good about ourselves. Uh-huh. Life will be forever different. <laughs> We're just not thinking big enough. We gotta think big. B I G a big. get out the markers and the poster board honey we're making a vision board today (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it's too accurate these people exist it's very true you know what my problem was i wasn't a manic enough (laughs) Uh i've had 15 cups of coffee and i'm fucking riding high you were playing too small. That's why. Yeah. And you're not charging enough for your for your worth. Yeah. Like there's phones and then there's Apple. We just gotta think different, bitch. We gotta get out there and we gotta do it, bitch. Yes. 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 Cawain. Let's put our foot on the gas motherfucking pedal. Let's get going. <laughs> Uh, get out the keyword researcher we're doing some homework yeah all right all right empath we're gonna be the empath king and queen oh god (laughs) we're gonna lead those empaths out of prison to the promised land (laughs) yes bitch we are doing it we're doing it big. B-I-G. Big. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I'm sweating. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> That's our problem. I think you found it. When the grid goes down on my side of town, my light shines so bright. That it ain't dark over here. <laughs> so I ignore the CCP and turn a blind eye. <laughs> <sighs> oh, God. 
mascot bitch. <laughs> oh my god. I love this loose version of you. <laughs> this, is, this is what happens. <laughs> oh, it's true. Not everybody gets to see this stuff. That is true. It's true. He doesn't let me film it. That's not true. I let you film it occasionally. <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> Once recently. Yeah. yeah As know. of late. <laughs> but usually. <laughs> You pretend like don't make this limiting belief something oh, that God. I need to <laughs> true about me. I'm transcending this he even now, and I know. so it motherfucking is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am free. I am liberated. I am wise. I am strong. <laughs> I am free. I am liberated. I am wise. I am strong, and we are going to think different. <laughs> think bigger, bitch. Let's go. <laughs> Let's ride. <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. It's it's yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get all serious. I gotta compose myself. <laughs> that was good. Your mantras are working. Yeah. I am wise. I am strong. I have virtue signal. <laughs> so all can know that I am a good person and not a stupid hoe. Bitch. Let's go. Let's ride. <laughs> oh, man. As fun as it would be to sell my soul to the devil. <laughs> I think we're on the right path. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I actually am curious to read up about Exodus. Maybe we can do another It's Biblical soon. Maybe that will be our next thing. Yeah. That's cool. Hmm. I'm down. Okay. I know nothing, so it's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, didn't you... Where did you go to camp that they were singing that pharaoh song pharaoh pharaoh oh, oh let my people go yeah 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 <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> uh my neighbor mm -hmm. growing up that used to live over there right there yeah um i went to a lock-in which is where a bunch of kids get locked in the church and you sleep overnight some go missing for a few hours. <laughs> That's fine. But we don't talk about that. And I was the only one that got food poisoning. I was like deathly ill. Huh. Um, I don't know. Weird. I'm sure they thought I was the dark one or something, you know? I don't think they're kids, right? Well, the counselors or whatever. Because there were like counselors there. Like oh, older yeah, kids, yeah. older teenagers or whatever. I mean, I don't think they're like new age, like thinking that you got some energy it's oh, stank. I don't know. But yeah, so that's where I, I, see. I see. Well, from her. I know. I tried to do the church thing, but I just, I'd get spit out. Yeah. I wasn't welcome there. <laughs> hey, kids, I'm Pastor Stiffy. Welcome. <laughs> oh, God. Welcome to the lock-in. We're going to be here for a while. Buckle up. So crazy. 
What a when weird... the pants come down <laughs> on my side of town, I can't help feeling real excited. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. Don't let my balls turn Ooh. blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I thought you were like, whoa, that's a little too far, but then you took it further. <laughs> like, all right. That's Difficult. why we're together, honey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We make a great team. <laughs> Oh boy. Oh big boy. Well, you know, at least it's fun outside of prison. Just the two of us. We're just gonna laugh by the campfire. Yep. Smell like smoke with our dirty poor popper faces and Eat bugs <laughs> to survive and get by in the grace of God. Ooh. Oh gosh! No, it's really, it's really not that bad. We're pretty, we're doing pretty fine. But uh, it's fun to be dramatic too. I know Oops. it's good to play it out. It is. It's helpful to unpack it too. I know because I don't always just want to. Well, I don't. I don't know if this is even true, but I don't want to yeah. be seen as just someone that just talks shit about everybody. But I do want to be known as I someone know. that isn't afraid to call bullshit when I see it. Yeah. I mean, I think those are literally two ways to say the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. I know. But that's where it comes in, right? I mean, regardless of where you can frame things differently but the reality is still the same. And to play that out because you're being guided to is hard because of some, how some people will see you. Yeah. But it's also important because to do otherwise would oh. be to lose yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I know because one, of, one person in particular, when I went down memory lane last night, I don't have anything like no bad blood or anything. It just like, yeah. was, it was kind of like a, like, wait, where'd she go? Mm-hmm. What what is what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. It was just kind of like, oh wow, this is yeah, I don't know. It's funny and you know, and then I imagine we could connect and it would be fine. It wouldn't even be. But it's just not even here. There's nothing Sure. Yeah, and I, what and I what she's doing, I don't think is bad. I just like I'm like, wait, but I where are you? Like, I miss you. Hmm. Like, why didn't you get weirder? Why did you go mm. and get normal? That's fucking weird. Why didn't you get weirder? You know, <laughs> I don't know. It's wild to see these like people, the personal development people, like not. I don't know that it's almost like it it literally feels like they're in 2019. Like it's weird. It's weird that, that, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just strange to me to act as though nothing's going on. I mean, it's a piece of building a brand. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like that. Like I, I always need to be able to be myself no matter what, business or configuration we're in and if there's not room for that then it's like obviously that's not for me yeah and if i end up turning people away because i wrote about trump then like okay 
I don't know. This is just the beginning. Then you're definitely not going to. I was writing about Trump in 2016. I just posted on my Telegram an old post about playing the game. And I said, I was like, I love the Trump in me, the par- the Donald Trump in me, the part of me. This is before, this is when it was before the election. It was in October of 2016. Mm. I wrote a post about um, not playing the game and how I liked the Donald Trump in me because I wasn't afraid to ask questions or push back against the rules. Mm. That's what was so appealing to me, even about Trump at the time. Yeah, but, to but lots I, of people. But I wasn't even, I wasn't voting or I wasn't doing anything like that. But yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Me talking about Trump isn't a new concept, but the fact that I did so so boldly in 2020 didn't. Yeah, I don't know. It it scared people, or it did whatever it did to them and shooed them away. But that's that's wild to me. It's like, and then if I didn't talk about it and just kept it as like a behind the scenes thing, or like, oh no, politics is personal. Like you don't talk about politics religion and money it's like no no no. let's talk about all three of those fucking things folks come on yeah i don't know if it's like if that if that's the thing that boots people out like fuck then i there's no room for all of me here then and that's the whole point yeah and there's such nuance in all of it and like we're all learning and we're all growing and yeah, I don't know. We're guided down these pockets for whatever reason, and then we pop out, and we have new clarity, and I think it's a good thing. Yeah, it, I it think fe- so, too. It feels more alarming to me when I look back at people and I see that their message is exactly the same with no no nuance, no... It's just kind of like, oh, whoa, okay. Well, that's kind of how I know when I really zoom out, that's how I know we're on the right track is because we are not fitting into any of the molds, you know, that's how you know you're actually creating a body of work. Yeah. My thought too, is that like everyone's supposed to be creating a body of work. Is that true? I don't know. It would just make sense to me. I think if everybody is a sovereign individual, they're going to bring through their own unique expression in their own way. Agreed. Yeah, like I don't think necessarily everyone is going to like write a bunch of docs, create a intellectual no, body of work. No, that's you. To, right? <laughs> so you. Right? Yeah. Because that's what I think of when I think of body of work. But I do think that these grooves that are here that are like, right, there's the traditional path. Mm-hmm. We all know. Mm-hmm. High school, college, major, in da-da-da-da, into the corporate career, yeah. then rise through the hierarchy, then retirement, then golf, then death. Right. We, we all kind of understand. <laughs> we all kind of understand that uh-huh. somewhere along the line, hopefully marriage smiles, children, kids who do the same thing mm-hmm. and are contributing members of society. Yep. But then there's the like, then there's the other grooves, you know, of like, there's various forms of entrepreneurship in various marketplaces and all of the other grooves. And it's like. It's weird that there's a there is a way to do something. Like it's weird that you can go to a business coach and they're like, "Here's how you do business." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Here's how you present your work to the world. They're like, "Well, you do this thing that the other people are doing." Mhm. And it's like, "Well, how did they figure that out?" And it's like, "Oh, well, they just did it." Mm-hmm. But then now that it's working, just copy what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that we are referencing each other so much. Yeah. 
is I think one of the biggest limiting factors of our whole civilization. <laughs> so it does make sense that everyone's bringing through quote unquote their own body of work. Like we're, we're, we're differentiating from these grooves yep. and that's actually a good thing because those grooves are arbitrary. Yeah. That's what we don't realize. They're arbitrary at best, maliciously dark and manipulating us into like selling our soul and not doing the things we're actually mm-hmm. here to do at worst. Right. Yeah. Somewhere in between there. Mm hmm from completely arbitrary and meaningless to actually very destructive. That's yeah. what those grooves are. Yeah. So to not allow ourselves to feel, to be controlled by social pressure mm-hmm. and to actually be who we are is important. Mm-hmm. Man, I feel like <clears throat> this is like kind of sidestepping, but it, it makes sense why I feel so much resonance with the Paul bros, with Jake and Logan. Yeah. Because that's what I have seen them do. Like they're not, yes. they're their own groove. Like Agreed. And it is so refreshing and they get so much hate for it. It's crazy the amount of pushback yeah. and criticism. Hmm. But yeah, it's so refreshing because it's like, I think that's what happens when you know, I mean, their whole, Logan's whole brand, at least, is to like be a maverick, be different, be yourself. And then he also says, like, but what if I tell someone to be themselves and they're just a shitty person? He's like, <laughs> that's kind of bad advice. <laughs> but like, and I, I just so agree with that. Like, it is really about being who we are here, and and that inherently will create new grooves. Yeah. That are needed. Agreed. And that we didn't even know we needed until we saw them. Like, who fucking knew? I mean, people probably knew that now this I'm referencing Jake, but like that the UFC needs a fucking overhaul and Dana White and all how little he pays his fighters like twelve thousand fucking dollars for a fight. That's insane. Mm -hmm. Jake's asking for them to get paid 50 and give them health insurance. Mm. They don't even have fucking health insurance. Are you kidding me? Like th- that is, they're literally risking their life yeah. to be entertainment for your fucking stank ass, Dana White. <laughs> I'm obviously on the side of Jake Paul, <laughs> 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 but like, I get it, you know? And it's like, it's so cool. And like, it's the same thing. It's calling out bullshit where it needs to be called out mm-hmm. and it's being willing to be the problem child. He has a whole brand yeah. to be the problem child. And he's not afraid to call out individuals and go toe-to-toe with them. Like, oh my God, no Ballsy. wonder why I love it. Yeah, true. Very true. They literally are in my dreams all the time. So here's the thing. I think that this is the direction that we're going. I think this is the point of a guide for impasse. This is the, like, there. it's one of the subtle nuances of our work. Mm-hmm. Is that the whole point of that is not other boxers and UFC fighters being able to make more money because of what Jake is doing. It's not about them starting a social media following to then maximize their bag, right? Like he's not creating a new groove for other people to follow. Right. The new groove is the lack of groove. Yeah. Right. It's being able to press into the uncertainty and do things where there isn't a precedent that gives you permission. Mm -hmm. That's the technology. That's the direction we're going. And that's the thing that's so appealing about it. That's also why they get so much hate. Because when you shit on precedent, everyone who is following that precedent gets angry. Yep. 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 Because they feel as though they are obliged 
to follow that precedent, mm-hmm. that that is the singular yes. way to do things. Yes. When you don't do that, and especially when you don't do that and you thrive, yep. makes fucking everyone angry because yeah. they just sold their soul to do the old thing. Yep. They gave up what they actually wanted to do to do this yep. thing. So they've obligatorily bound themselves yep. to a path that someone else shat on and did better at. Yep. That's why they. That's why people go lose their fucking minds. Yep. Yep. This guy's an asshole. Mm-hmm. He's he's you know he's whatever. He's just a a nuisance to society, mm-hmm. and he's making more money than mm-hmm. me, and that really pisses me off mm-hmm. because though I am posturing so fucking hard to yep. preserve my safety financially, the fact that this guy's doing the opposite and is more financially successful than me shouldn't be allowed. That shouldn't that shouldn't be a part of the game here. So we need to to cut that out. Make it, I mean, essentially illegal. Yeah. We have to we have to cut that out of the game because if that's possible then what I'm doing is wrong and I can't that it shouldn't be wrong because this is what I'm doing and this is how things need to be mm-hmm. yep yeah yeah it makes so much sense I mean the the prison with... talk is so fucking dramatic but this is this this is the stuff this yep. is this is the prison yeah the matrix talk so fucking dramatic but yep. this is the matrix yeah like it is it is not that we are in a some big machine and some stacks with a tube down our throat. Right. It's that we live inside obligatory cognitive prisons. Yes. That yes. seem as though they are just fundamentally what reality is and they are not. Well, you know what's wild along this like same note in prison talk and like then the actual reality of that. Yeah. There was this girl on TikTok in Australia and she's quarantined for you know what for covid or omicron or whatever the fuck she has she's in a quarantine camp and she has a blue bracelet on and that allows her 50 minutes of outdoor exercise i saw that i saw that and then the people on tiktok were like well you can't just tell us that you get to go out like show us so then her next tiktok is of her getting her shoes on and going outside for 50 minutes and it's like oh my god they love this being controlled, being told what to do. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Is that in like a, in a quarantine camp? Yeah. She, well, it looked like she was in like a hotel room or something. Yeah. Like that's insane. I know some people in the comments, cause, um, what's his, what's his fucking face? Not the war room, not Steve Bannon. Um, Owen from Infowars. Mm -hmm. Owen. He reported on it and oh, people funny. in the comments of that video, I saw that I saw him talking about it. People were like, oh, you fell for a, for like a oh, thing, real? like a skit or something that someone was doing, like a parody to bring attention to the da da da. Oh, yeah, so funny. people were saying it's not real, but I don't know if it's real. It's certainly plausible. Yes. I guess that's the thing because I do think there's this element. I mean, obviously there's an element of people liking to be controlled. I mean, even just going into the rehab center the other day to go see my mom and then since i stepped foot in there i had to get covid screened and temperature checked and the lady loved it she loved putting you know she told me it was massachusetts law which it's not but you know she like loved it so therefore i imagine she's loving the rule set that she's getting because she gets to inflict that on other people yeah like it's it's yeah so the the prison thing and to and to see how that metaphor plays out in real life examples yeah i think is really helpful and i I, it also grounds it and makes it makes it all make sense in each of our lives we see it everywhere i think even even the jump from like corporate america to entrepreneurship that's another prison that you didn't even know you were in until you break free of it 
And then you start talking to other entrepreneurs and you're like, um, I'm really worried about taxes. And it's like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like you end up paying them. You, you know, like there's so much like you're like, wait, what? Like, I thought you would die if you if you didn't pay your taxes. Yeah. And it's it's like, do you put away this much aside every every time you get paid? So then you can pay your tax. It's like, nah, you know, in my first few years of business, I didn't do that. But now I'm doing it. But I just started doing it. So don't worry. Like, you're going to be fine. It's not as rigid as it seems Uh going in. I was shocked at that. Shocked. Right. That's that's one of the things that made me learn so much about business, about marketing, about all all of those things was because I felt insecure, like I had to catch up. Mm. That's one of the key factors of when you look at high performers, it's like, um, there's a sense of not OCD, but some, a similar word like obsessiveness. Mm -hmm. There's an obsessiveness and an insecurity. Yep. That's the marker of a high achiever. Yeah. Which it makes so much sense because that's what drove me learning so much throughout the totality of my life. Yeah. So many chapters where I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm new here. Mm-hmm. I have to learn everything to yeah. catch up. Yeah. But like vi- like an hour or two <laughs> of study in, like you've surpassed where most people have yeah. gone because people don't, people no. don't research. They don't no, take no, initiative. No, no, no. They don't. No, no, no. You do that in a really absurd way way <laughs> yeah obsessive and insecure yeah. <laughs> well, i i don't i don't know i would say that's how it started i've gotten used to still researching that vigorously and it being a thing that i recognize is different like i recognize yeah. that that's more Even, so like a skill set i've developed that yes. started out as obsessive and insecure and now it's just a skill set yeah and it's really helpful i mean when i was super stressed with my mom and thinking if we should put the house in a living trust or whatever all that it was so overwhelming and you dove right in tick, 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 got what you needed distilled it all yeah that's true and, that's true and it was it was super helpful yeah, it was and like I, a couple hours i feel like i really understand that stuff now it's funny yeah and i couldn't even touch it i mean i was so in my emotions yeah I mean, I got, you know, the guidance to sleep on it, but that's, that's about as far as it could go for me. I started looking and I just, I couldn't. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's incredibly overwhelming. Hmm. So yeah, I don't, yeah, it's not a bad thing. But yeah, I mean, that is the comfort that I think people are looking for. That is the thing that kind of binds us to this path that's clearly unideal, that clearly sucks, that clearly sucks the life out of us. Like it seems so, again, dramatic. At least that's how I feel about it sometimes, to believe the things that we believe and to take the stances that we take. But when I zoom out and I look, I I talk about the examples again, you know, where we have Mm -hmm. these conversations and we like, we talk about what people are doing and how completely different we live our lives. We're not running, we're not making plans. We're not making five-year plans. We're Mm -hmm. not, we're not driving our business forward through like a, you know, like we're not, it doesn't even make building the sales pages and the funnels. Mm -hmm. And there's not this drive to a very predetermined outcome using the predetermined grooves that other entrepreneurs have built. We're just not, we're not doing any of it. And I can see the benefit of not doing any of it. You know, it's like, I I feel very free from all of that. And I feel like we've landed in the, in the place 
emotionally in our embodiment in the quality of life that people are searching for through money through business yes. through the precedent through the grooves yes like i i feel like we've arrived at the place that people are trying to get and now it's mm-hmm. like well it's fucking lonely here and yeah. maybe the place that people are trying to get maybe that pursuit is actually better you know like maybe what mm-hmm. other people are doing is better than this thing that we've derived at where there's so much fucking peace and calm and zero obligation to do anything and we feel taken care of for the rest of our life there's a sense of financial freedom not because of money but despite of money you know like mm-hmm. it's remarkable to be in this place and when i zoom out i i see that it's not as dramatic as i as, as I'm afraid as that the it is inner turmoil feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what else too? Thinking about the prison and the being camped outside, like it reminds me of the advice that we often give about like not leaving your peace. Like it's like if yeah. if we left that place outside to go into the prison to get the people, we'd be leaving our peace. Hundred percent. We'd be leaving everything that we've worked for to yeah. to do what. And, and then there's this like, you've got to trust in God, in light, in the greater orchestration of things yeah. that the people that will pass your tent outside the prison, like some might stay, Yeah. you know, instead of checking themselves in, they might st- sit and hang out for a bit or like for, for their life. Who knows? Like, I don't know. It's like, but it's not up to us. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not because we like put a new sign out, a new flashy sign or because we did anything sure. to manipulate people into, into our tent. We didn't promise them like hot chocolate and <laughs> hand jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> HCs and HJs. HCs and HJs. Come on over. <laughs> Step right on up. God, who am I? <laughs> but you know, it's like mm-hmm. there's this inherent trust that like people will find us and resonate with us. What? Handies and cocoa. Handies and cocoa. <laughs> Step on right up. Handies and cocoa. <laughs> Whipped cream on both if you'd like. <laughs> Oh, God. When the head goes down on my side of town. Oh, my God. I can't have a feeling. Boy. Boy. (laughs) So many dick jokes. Yeah, there's just this inherent trust in how it's all gonna go. And that's so much easier. It's, I'm telling you, the bandwidth that gets freed up from that place, you just don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, that's not my job. Like, my job is to do the things that are here. And then that will, that's a ping for the people. And if they hear it, they hear it. And if they don't, they don't. But I'm still going to keep doing the things that are here. Yeah. I'm not going to like strategize my way to pings like that. That takes intuition and God out of the whole thing. Yeah. And if we are always taken care of and supported, then like, okay, let's go. Let's see. Like, okay. 
So. I know it is funny thinking about that. Like, at the very worst, the thing we're doing is like the what the Eastern traditions call enlightenment. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's funny. Like, that's kind of the foundation, and it's like, okay, where does this, where does this everlasting, massive, open space of peace with constant communication with this intuition, with this intuitive feed, with this intelligence, like, where does this go? Because mm-hmm. I think the fear is like, okay, this goes to a place where I'm forever lonely and intention and forever in the process of the prison break. It's like, this is high intensity. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get caught. I don't know. Like there's this, like, there's just mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, there's a, there's a grittiness to that journey of leaving. And there's like, man, this is so hard. And I was here for so long and this is, and all my friends and I've lost so I much. I just go back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it kind of feels like we'd be in that forever or like that there's nothing outside of that present, right? It's, it's the bet. It's back to the exact same thing that there, that there will be a mass exodus from this, that we're not forever alone. We're not sitting outside this prison by ourselves until we die, that there's, we're early adopters. Yeah. That, that we've pioneered something like we're in a place in new land that people are actually going to come to. Yeah. That's what I was feeling so strongly earlier today. I was like, God, we were definitely pioneers in a past life. Yeah, well, I think we're pioneers in this life. Well, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Before it felt like definitely more physical and more land, land-esque oh, then. Yeah. But then it's like, then once all the people came, it was like, okay, well, okay, they're, they're good. They've, they know where this is. Let's keep going. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what, that's how we roll. Always pushing the edges. I can't imagine not. What? I was <laughs> I was going to say, like, I feel like I was like a frog or like a giraffe. But then it was just so absurd that I laughed at that. That was what I was going to say. <laughs> that was it? it was, yeah, that was it. That was the end of the thought. And then I laughed at myself. I was like, that's such a silly response. A frog response. or a giraffe? First, I was thinking of frog. And then I was like, well, I don't know. It's so lanky and awkward. The, the we had a stepladder. We were going to change a light bulb or something. Or no, we were no. putting things up in the, in like the. Loft. In the loft. In like storage, and Miriam was like, "Do you want me to get it?" I was like, well, "I was like, well, hi, I'm, let me do it." She's like, "Well, you have big feet and you're clumsy." I, I said, like, "You have oh. big feet and you're kind of clumsy." <laughs> Not kind of. You said, oh. "Big feet and you're clumsy." Oh. I was like, "Oh my god!" You're like, "Tell me how you really feel." Yeah, I know, but then your feet got stuck when you did try this. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> me on my big feet, my big clumsy feet did get stuck in the in the rungs of the ladder. <laughs> And and I was like, oh, I almost tripped because I have big feet and I'm clumsy. And then for the next like few weeks, I was like, I was like, well, it's because I have big feet and I'm clumsy. Snarkily. Snarkily. But even still, you say it. It's not just the last few weeks. You say it as often as possible. It's true. <laughs> as often as it is relevant. Because yes. it's a funny joke. Yeah. It's very funny. It's very funny. <laughs> funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Ha <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> what were you saying before I said that I was a giraffe? <laughs> Pioneers for land. Yes. But because because you, you, you we were talking in the car and you were saying no one's saying what we're saying. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And if they were, we'd want to be on to something else. I don't want to be saying what the collective is saying i don't want to be saying narcissists empaths codependency like i don't i don't care i don't give a fuck yeah it's like why aren't you talking about the subtle energetics oh right because that's what we're talking about and that's what we're supposed to be talking about because no one can talk about it like us yeah so fuck off 
as soon as people start saying a semblance of what I feel, I'm out. I'm like, oh, okay, got to keep going. It's like getting too close. That's how I feel. I don't think so. I think by the time people are saying the things that we were on before, like we've seen that the thing that we were on is kind of stupid. <laughs> That's how I feel. Wait, what do you mean? Like the new age pockets, like watching truthers be like, oh yeah, like, yeah, like these, the, the Anunnaki got in their spaceship and then they jacked off in a test tube and then they, they got an ape from down on earth and then they spliced in the DNA and then that's where humans came from. And then they put on these like magical headbands that put us into a virtual reality that then created a whole new earth slave system where they're mining our bodily fluids to create a whole new, th- like, it's yeah. like, oh God. I need to cancel that membership. This is so... <laughs> It's so irrelevant. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, yes. but like there was a time where it's like, wow, this is really interesting. Like, I wonder what's in this pocket. I don't know anything about it. Yes. And there's something here. Like, what is this thing? What, like, what's so fascinating about this? But I think by the time things go toward mass adoption, we've already kind of, we've already kind of gone in the pocket because we go into things and very quickly we sort through, we feel what's there for us. And then we we're kind of like, ah, there's not much more here for me. Mm-hmm. And then we get called into another pocket. Yeah. So when we watch those pockets, cause we catch things around the, it, we're early adopters. We yep. catch things pretty early when they're happening in the collective. And then we go in hard. Yep. And then once we're in hard, then the, the next chunk of like the whole center of the bell curve, still kind of early adopters, but like more in the center. Mm-hmm. They start coming in and we're like, oh, like there's a lot of people here, but we're kind of on the way out. Mm-hmm. And this thing isn't really that great. Like, I hope you guys find your way out. And, you know, like there's kind yeah. of that feeling. Yeah, that resonates. That's like the same thing as the conspiracy theorists, like the menstrual cycle stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like a year ago, we yeah. already knew. Yeah. In the news now, they're talking about how the the shot will mess with menstrual cycles, mm-hmm. but that's okay. But that's okay. That's okay. Don't be alarmed. Mm-mm. Nope. CNN, MSNBC, MSN. And it's like, uh, yeah, that alarm bell was sounding a long fucking time ago. Yeah. It was like a week into this rollout that people were like, hey, yeah. something's wrong. Yep. Pictures of blood clots. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but it was just a coincidence until the news says it. Mm. But the news will tell you it's okay, so right. it's still fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the same thing. It is. Yeah, the same I do thing. feel like super on the pulse of things ahead of yeah. time. I know. I remember someone told me that they were like, "Well, Miriam, you're just an early adopter," and I was like, well, "I don't even know what that means." Because mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. of myself as like, "Hey, I'm Miriam, and I'm an early adopter." Yeah. I just go to where I feel called to go. True. And, True. Yeah. But I, not recognizing that it's necessarily early, but obviously it is. Yeah. <laughs> like the large majority of people aren't on Getter, for example. I know. I was or so on Gab or psyched on, to get at yeah, Miriam. Yeah. That's that's the thing where it's like, oh, there's something new here. Oh, I feel some energy here. Oh, this thing might be a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can kind of feel the like future timelines of the things. And it's like, oh, this thing will be a thing. Okay, let's, let's check it out. I know. My first get. Or tweet. I don't know what first you, get. My first get was in July. I get it all over that place. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, my first <laughs> was in July, but I deleted it. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, I was singing in, on Musical.ly in 2011. That's TikTok. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's super early. Yeah. I was on Vine before everyone else. Yeah. I remember Vine. There was always, yeah. There, there's but I was always too old been for Vine almost. Thing. Yeah, I guess so. I, I certainly wasn't. You weren't. It's like six. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're certainly early adopters. And I think most people who are deeply intuitive are. Because yeah. we're, I mean, we're in this place where there's not much that's that's exciting about what's happening in the world right now. Right. Like, I think the most excitement in my life comes from the next wave of my own spiritual evolution. The things mm -hmm. that are going to come through my own channel are the things that are most exciting to me. And there's very little that really, really excites me. Yeah, I agree with that. Huh. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I feel like the most exciting thing for me is the... It's not so much like what comes through my... Well, but still, I guess what comes through my channel, but a little different. Yeah. Of like, who can I call out and talk shit about? <laughs> Seriously. Because yeah, there's so... I would so... say that's exactly the exact same thing. Yeah, I love that. What's coming through your channel. Well, because the things that you're actively doing are calling out things that aren't true, but are masquerading as true yep. and light. Yep. Yeah, I know. I know. I feel like that is like such a big part of my job here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even when that girl, when we were in Arizona, this one girl was like, she was so mad that I wasn't wearing a mask and I was like speaking out about masks and she like didn't understand. She was so angry. And, and then she said she had to like come to herself and be like, wait, but like Miriam's a good person. Like why, why am I feeling this way about her? But it's like, that's what happens. You know, that's what happens when you call out bullshit and stand for it. You piss people off. The same thing. The people that are imprisoned and part of that groove and being d disillusioned and following yep. the rules and doing the things. And it's like, wait, but why isn't Miriam doing the things? Why is she speaking out against the things? Like, yeah. Well, yeah, because it's like mm -hmm. if you don't wear the orange jumpsuit, you're going to get solitary. And it's like, yeah, but that doesn't happen to me because I'm not within. I'm not yeah. doing that thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, so I yeah I love I love this role that I get to play. Ugh, God is good. I wouldn't have written it any better. True. I don't True. think Same. I could have. Well, I want to uh, dive into Moses. I do, I do. Yeah, uh, you can catch it. It's biblical on YouTube. YouTube. It's biblical by the Second Paradigm. You should see it's uh it's the channel with nine subscribers, maybe ten, maybe eleven. Definitely not more than a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> That's not why we're doing it. It's not. It's not. We're doing it. It's our own discovery. Yeah. It's cool. I know. I feel. Uh, I feel our work starting to coalesce into its own groove, which is the thing that I'm most excited oh, about. This is is that we are we are definitively not New Age or Christianity or conspiracy truther or you know mm -hmm. we are definitively not these things. Yep. And the, the like what remains is the second paradigm. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And it's very similar actually to, I think, differentiating ourselves from like, oh, I'm not this traditional path. I'm not like, I'm not the college, get the job, do the thing. Like I'm yep. not this, I'm not, 
I'm not this other entrepreneurial path where I like grind until I get super fucking sick and I'm doing a bunch of drugs to keep me going. Like I, I'm not doing that either. Like I'm not this, I'm not this, I'm not this. Is there anything left? And then underneath it's like, oh yeah, like there's this intuition thing. Mm -hmm. It feels very similar to where I feel like the second paradigm has been trying to differentiate itself out from all of these other grooves because what remains is the actual intelligence. Yeah. Well, it has to. The second paradigm, again, if it's going to exist in three to 500 years, if that's true. Then it sure is not going to be these things that we right, like, they went into won't and exist. spat out immediately. Yeah. Yeah. They won't exist then. No. No fucking way. No way 300 years people are going to be talking about, about narcissists. narcissists and empaths. Are no you fucking way. kidding me? Absolutely not. No way. No way. No. Old news. Wipe my ass with it. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, (laughs) on that note, on that note, we will see you later. We were both unleashed. Why did I say that? (laughs) Well, I guess. It's just just the field of the second paradigm. (laughs) I tell you, we are just so liberated. Biatch. So liberated. (laughs) Yeah. All right. We're going to go read the Bible. Oh, yeah. Let's go read this holy word. (laughs) On that note, we have been snarky and stiff. That's us. Thanks for tuning in. You'll never hear me call myself stiff again. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy it while it lasts, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. (laughs) This grounded existence left by soul where the world stands witness. In my mind, I'm all alone, stuck in time. But in my soul, I always know I am more.